0: Oh, <laughs>
1: Everyone and welcome back to the monday lorians here we discuss all things star wars on a monday so here we explore stories themes characters and everything else under the sun including last week it got very dark we talked about resident evil 4 for 10 minutes uh this is vaguely a star wars podcast and this week we're discussing chapter 21 of the mandalorian titled the pirate directed by spider verses own peter ramsey and written by john favreau it's great to have peter ramsey directing live action um you a Spider-Verse fan, Ashley?
0: Uh I am, actually. That's one of the one films that I can like never put down, you know? It's a good hangover film. It's a good like it's a good all the time film. It's just just a good film.
1: It's a masterpiece, I would say. Yeah. I'd go as far as
0: it's used a big M word. I agree. Art types in it, as well as the acting, the voice acting is stellar. And the story's great as well. There's just it's the whole package.
1: You've you've convinced me, I'll buy it, sir. <laughs> Just stream it, man. I'm sure it's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for putting it down long enough to join us. Uh, I thanks. introduced you in a backwards way, there, to try and be like
0: smoothly segue. Cold open, cold open,
1: cold open. <laughs> yeah, to hint who's coming in this episode. But we've got a brand new guest.
0: This is Mr. It's Ashley Carter. How are you, Ashley? Wow. Ah. Yeah, I'm well. Thanks, now. I feel like you know when you're in an interview. And you feel like you're nervous know, because you don't know what you're going to get asked. That's mm. where I'm at right now.
1: Would you con- <laughs> would you consider yourself a team player? Uh, yeah, I would. I'd uh, be question. terrible at interviews. I, I I can't think of any <laughs> yeah. questions. I think I'm better at being asked questions than thinking of them. It's a good thing I'm hosting this, isn't it? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: well, actually, you're one of the few guests we've had on. It's a very limited right. amount of people who I knew. Like before coming on, a lot of the time I meet the, the oh, right, guest okay. on the actual recording, and we we know each other IRL, as the kids say. How are you making?
0: It, does anybody else in your group know these people before you record them, or are they just random people off the internet?
1: <laughs> other people know them. I'm not just going on like chat roulette until I find <laughs> someone not masturbating. <laughs> you never know, the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: nervous. know. The masturbators might also like the Mandalorian. You should ask them as well.
1: Well, I actually I, I asked you here because I consider you a man of the, the masturbators.
0: <laughs> of the cloth? Oh not the cloth.
1: Well, they'll need a cloth when no, they're Some don't. sort of cloth, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that that's a good start. So Ashley, how would you how would you introduce yourself to people now? Because you've got an interesting background in like acting and production now.
0: Um so I would still introduce myself as Ashley, st- weirdly enough, oh, still, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I haven't quite, you know, I haven't quite caused enough upset in society to have to change my name just yet. Um, I still consider myself an actor, even though like it's not my main source of income. It's still like what I do. So I would be like, hi, my name is Ashley Carter. I'm an actor, but a lot of the time, if people go, oh, what do you do? Then I tell them I work in film and telly even though I guess I've only had one job in film and telly so far. But it was a long, old job, you know. Um, and, yeah, so I'd say I'm a cheeky chappy with a smile for trouble.
1: <laughs> <To act.
0: laughs> a
1: smile for trouble.
0: Absolutely. Classic, actually. I see my style, they're and they're like, you cheeky cheeky. <laughs> You're on. also
1: a, a chef. You're an internet chef.
0: Oh, I wouldn't call myself a chef. A cook, I like to call myself. Oh, cook. Because then, yeah, it takes the pressure off of people. Uh, people's expectations of me. Because <laughs> if, if you go, I'm a chef, darling, the most time you'll be like, oh, make me come nice. And if I slap on the big old lasagna on a plate, most people are like, oh, yeah, you know, he's a good cook. So that's what I am. But I do that hashtag, not hashtag. It's at Carter's Kitchen on Instagram. I'm just going to selfishly plug myself in there.
1: Ooh. It's good. I I I get very jealous because I can't cook at all. I'm genuinely awful.
0: Cook, Niall. You've just got to add love, and then no, it's all good.
1: But it's like Ratatouille said, everyone can cook, but not everyone should. <laughs>
0: that is fairly. I believe everyone should be able to cook well.
1: I can boil an <laughs> but egg. I guess
0: that's good. Did you know that you can't boil an egg on Mount Everest?
1: Well, no, I can't because <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fair enough, but if well, anybody wanted to boil an egg on the peak of Mount Everest, you can't. Well, it's just too, it's too
1: cold, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So the because it's all because of the altitude. Because water boils at certain temperatures at different altitudes, and I believe at the top of Mount Everest, it it boils at like seventy degrees Celsius, I think. Um, but to boil an egg the whites cook at 70 degrees but the yolk cooks at 90 degrees so if you ever cooked a boiled oh no sorry, it's the other way around the yolk is 70 the white is 90 so if you boiled an egg on mount everest because the boiling point the water would never reach um you know it wouldn't be hot enough to boil an egg on Mount everest so you would just have a hard yolk and a runny white and it's not anyone he wants
1: that That is killing me, because I'm imagining the guy who climbed Everest and was like, you know what, will be great when I get to the top. boil boiled egg. Boil
0: me an egg. Let me just pop me pad and stove up <laughs> on top of Everest. I and just make a- myself a cheeky snack.
1: <laughs> I need a last boost to get back down. <laughs> oh no, I can't
0: boil <laughs> my egg. And then he dies. No. And then he dies. I just feel they die. Maybe who knows? But in this context, it's a person. It's a man. I'm just imagining it. If he's taking eggs up, how many eggs has he taken up and broken along the way, or has he just cradled this singular (laughs) egg in his pouch just like old times for the whole way up? (laughs) This
1: this sounds like one of Aesop's fables, like some kind of Greek myth. This guy trying (laughs) to get eggs to the top of the tallest (laughs) mountain.
0: Mount Agarist, and Ooh. for what? Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> you're scrambling my brain. <laughs> well, I'm cracked as oh, it is. En- oh, enough, 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 of that. enough. <laughs> so, um,
1: people might not notice we're a Star Wars podcast, technically. But We've spent oh, like weeks? six minutes talking about eggs now, but in the wrong place. But I, I like to get into things in in an unusual route, and actually, yeah. I, I eggs. Ex- Ashley, I know you got into Star Wars, I think, during the pandemic. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So I I definitely watched all of the nine films, like, the, you know, the originals, the prequels and the sequels, when I was a kid. But I remember they would always be on, like, this tiny box television mm. in my room, because I had this, um, this frame... Like, you know what they're called, like bunk beds, but it's only the top and it's on the top of a frame so I could yeah. like, use everything underneath. Um, I remember what listening and watching it on that telly with my duvet over my head and then over the TV unit to make it as quiet as possible. And there's definitely a fair few times that I fell asleep watching it. So I I couldn't, I didn't recall them very well. So I was never a huge fan. But um, yeah, in lockdown, my housemate, uh, Devonte, if I'm allowed to drop names. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Just bleep him out. Otherwise, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's he's a persona non
1: grata on this show. He knows what <laughs> he did. My housemate
0: is uh... a. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they introduced me, and they told I watched it from prequels, original sequels, and then but then we also watched Rogue One solo. Is there another one?
1: There's uh, the TV Ewok movies no i didn't watch those (laughs) but then i watched
0: um obviously the new three as well which was interesting because obviously everyone's got that nostalgia about the the old three or like the original series or the prequels but but um yeah the sequels i found is funny because i enjoyed them more from a movie perspective because obviously they're more up to date and then like you know Kylo Ren's lightsaber is so cool when it crackles and I'm like they couldn't they just couldn't do that back in the like 90s and whatever when it um when it was originally released but like from a story point of view the the originals are definitely up there I'm not a huge fan of the prequels I really like Rogue One that was a really good movie um But yeah, that's that's my opinion on Star Wars from having watched it, what, in 2021? I think I watched it the first time. But now I'm like a little sucker for like Star Wars fights and I've played Battlefront 2 and I've now, like I've been watching Mando, I watched Boba Fett and I I, I wanted to start watching Bad Batch but I've not touched that yet.
1: That's right, did you see Andor?
0: Did I watch Andor? No. And I only watched like three episodes of, Um, gosh, what's his name? I don't know. uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh (laughs) right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I only watched three episodes of that, and I two of them were the final two, and I saw. (laughs) I saw Darth Vader like crushing the thing, and everyone said that was the best part in it. So I was like, "Well, I don't need to watch the rest, then, do I?"
1: (laughs) I love this because because a lot of people get on and like. Die hard fans. Yeah. I, I, love, I love that you get to approach it so casually. Because I I curse myself, Ashley, that I watch all of this, even if I don't particularly want to. <laughs> yeah. sometimes.
0: Because you have to.
1: And not just because of the podcast, just because my soul is like corrupted, if that yeah. makes sense. I've watched sure. a lot of things I didn't want to, because I like lightsabers and whatnot. You like
0: Star Wars, yeah. That's the I case of Star Wars. In- it's the same sort of grasp for me is, um like back to the future film. And people are going to like really, really dislike what I have to say, I think. But back to the future films and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and things like that. They carry that sort of nostalgia that people watch it so much. And I know I had a conversation with a Star Wars fan who was saying to me before that, they hate how franchised Star Wars has become because because there's so much being produced, the quality lowers because you're expecting like a type of you know a type of film or TV show for Star Wars, but then when they try and try new things out, people get very very upset about it. They do, um, which is why I kind of enjoy that I watched it later on in life because yeah. I'm able to look. Go okay. This was good, but like, because let's be honest. In uh, did you watch Boba Fett? I'm assuming I, you did.
1: Actually, I just said I've watched all of this. Okay, okay. <laughs> but if you, like,
0: what can you truly remember from Boba Fett that struck you as good?
1: I like when they're on a train. Just no, no. A train. They're <laughs> on a train in the desert. At one point, I was like, "That's cool."
0: Were they even in the train, or did they just steal the train? They, they, they oh, no, they did, They stole the trail and then they drove. Yeah, but other than that, is there anything that strikes you as super interesting? Uh,
1: the most interesting thing was when me and Dave recorded on the Boba Fett that's finale. Not
0: what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. No, that's,
1: that's my point. That's my point. <laughs> my memory oh, is God. us have, having like a joint mental breakdown over
0: <laughs> the events of the book of Boba Fett. The- they tried Boba. F- they tried to make Boba Fett, and it would have been good, but it just wasn't interesting enough as its solo story. Because the best thing about Boba Fett, he he's he's so unknown, and obviously you hear like I've obviously not read the literature and all of that stuff. Don't call
1: it literature. It is literature. <laughs> I, won't, I won't. stand for it. It's written
0: down, but I will not call it literature. <laughs> okay, I've I've never read all the the comics or the books or anything like that. Um. So I don't really have any other knowledge of Boba Fett outside of obviously the the Mandalorian season. Technically, it's Mandalorian, isn't it? Um, but I, I think the mystery of Boba Fett was better than mm. knowing Boba Fett. So when we had to watch him, and like, don't get me wrong, when he was like clubbing people with the sam people, uh, the is it sam people? Yeah. Yeah, the some People's Club. It sounds vaguely racist now, club. but it's true. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, cut that <laughs> out, please. <laughs> no, Just say Devante um... whenever you want me to beep yeah. something out. Hey! <laughs> All right, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, like, there were cool moments, but as a whole series, I didn't vibe with it, which is another reason I didn't watch Andor, is because they're sort of niche markets within Star Wars. But I, because I... I'm so blasé about Star Wars as an entire franchise. Like, I think it's cool. And I love watching things and, like, reading comic books whenever they come up on, like, my social media and stuff. But um, actually sort of sitting down and watching Star Wars things for the canon and the story just end my grounds. I just never got brought up on it like that. So I guess... I get to see it from a different point of view to everyone else, <laughs> apart from well, all the other people that have watched it recently. I like how you say
1: brought up. Like My parents didn't make me sit down and like say, "like you you've sure? got to watch a Boba Fett show, Niall. <laughs> they might have. They I don't know. If they were abusive parents, maybe. It's like, you got to watch book of Boba Fett till you get it. It's
0: like, I don't. Is but, there a uh, second series of Boba Fett coming out? No.
1: They they no, barely okay. had enough for a first season. <laughs> that's why i that's why I was asking. Seven <laughs> episodes and the main character didn't like didn't have a goal. Do anything. He didn't want to no, do yeah. anything. He just wanted he just to sit survived. around. He said I'm going to be the nice man, the nice crime boss of Tatooine, you know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> so what? I'm going to drink these people's water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh
1: but I, unfortunately the the one you skipped, Andor, I think is the, like the solution. For that one, okay. It's it's that is like genuinely really great TV. Yeah, because <laughs> all these a lot yeah, of these yeah. things I like, but I'm like, yeah, you know, I like this because it's like a Star Wars adventure. But if I was to judge it as a season of TV broadly, I'd be like, well, it's, yeah. it's not Succession, <laughs> is it?
0: You know, <laughs> but yeah. Andor, so what, what is Andor? Is it just set on the planet? Is that the whole reason it's called Andor? Or... No, no, no. So this is this is a common it to me.
1: kind of casual viewer mistake is Andor is a character from Rogue One, not oh. the Ewok planet from Return of the Jedi, which is Endor. Oh, okay. Isn't Star
0: Wars annoying? It's very annoying. But I guess and... that's the same in every language.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I love the idea of like, you're like, well, I don't want to watch a Ewok show. <laughs>
0: just... I'd love to watch an Ewok show. Those little fuckers are horrific. They're horrifying little creatures, and they they do horrible things to people. It's 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 wow. I'd love. I maybe a whole episode just on Ewoks would do me just well.
1: Well, I've got good news. There's there's two made for TV movies about Ewoks on Disney Plus.
0: Well, right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, they came out in the eighties. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> maybe the, be not, then. The first one's quite boring. The second one is insane and I, I kind of love okay. it. But okay, that, that, that's that's an IRL meeting where maybe we have a few berries <laughs> yeah. and I'll, I'll smash <laughs> out some Ewok AG's films.
0: Ewok movie. <laughs> for, for probably
1: the, the fifth time in my life, because I'm a disaster.
0: <laughs> you are a disaster. Bless you. <laughs> so,
1: so, Ash, because this is the subject of this episode what do you make of the mandalorian generally
0: i thoroughly thoroughly enjoy mandalorian season one season two was good but not as good as season one i don't think and i think that had a lot to do with the fact that Grogu wasn't around um for, for a lot of it, like, um, and like they just kind of ignored Grogu all the way through the second season, I feel, or at least that's what I recall. But when which season is it when they drop the bomb from, or is that Boba Fett? They drop what bomb? Sorry, they mean they drop that bomb with the most satisfying noise in the world. When it's oh, like, yeah,
1: I, I I think he does, I think that happens in Mando season two and the book that of is Boba season Fett. Two. Yeah, oh, really? They do it twice. I think because remember in the book of Boba Fett he goes back to the Sarlacc to look for his army and then almost gets eaten again. I think. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that even show though is ridiculous. He comes
0: out, even though in the movie you see his arm come out the Sarlacc pit fully clothed. Yeah. And then he in the series he's got a good. but anyway, that's that's Boba Fett again. You've yeah, taken yeah. me off track. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Mandalorian as a whole, I thoroughly enjoy. The whole Moff Gideon story, I think, is wicked. Um, I love Pedro Pascal as well. So, like, I know you don't see him much, but just his mannerisms in, like, a suit of armour are so interesting. And now, I feel like each season has tackled a very different subject. And now we've got this whole, like political war going on with with mando it feels like og star wars because obviously it is a political warfare show that's what it's like the jedis against the the oh my god what are they called because the i've been watching too much yeah the sith but like i've been watching too much mando and obviously the revolution <laughs> is now called Help me out here now. I'm I'm grumbling. Oh, is this the new the new
1: like government? The rebellion has yeah, become the, the new republic. Yeah, what
0: are they call the new republic, that's yeah. it. And the old republic are bad guys. Well they they were, the
1: old republic was what became the empire. And the yeah, empire exactly. was bad guys.
0: That's, that was the words I'm after. Jedi versus empire. I and love it, having like, someone on the show who's not
1: been poisoned by all this stuff. I, <laughs> this... Why is that? because like in my head it's like i don't understand how my taxes work but i know the name of like most of the people from Jabba's palace <laughs> people who don't say a goddamn word you know i hate yeah, yeah, myself
0: for this this is and my I'm therapy learning i'm no, slowly don't. learning so i might be like you someday but yeah i just don't i don't have the minerals for it you know it just doesn't <laughs> It doesn't, it, it's not the huge, most appealing thing to me, but I do really enjoy it. And this whole, I love the Mandalorians as a whole. Like, I think if I was ever to play a character in a Star Wars show, I would want to be part of the Mandalorian. I just think they're cool. Oh my They've God. They've got the best weapons, the best armor, the Darksaber, which is way cool. And then their Beskar alloy is just completely unique. And I'm like, yeah, cool. That's a bit of me. And they call, they wear cool things and they... They get they give themselves badges when they've done well, you know, which is lovely.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like
0: militarized Boy Scouts. Yeah, absolutely. That's not dream. that I'm a militarized Boy Scout, but not yet. Know, I just want the armor. That's that's all it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would just like not to have a face. I'd like people not to look at my yeah, face. No one That'd knows be who I am.
0: I think I would like to take the the hat off though. the hat the helmet because. <laughs> In the most recent episode, am I allowed to talk about what happens in the Oh, absolutely, episode? yeah. This is a yeah,
1: spoiler-adjacent yeah, series. If like okay. who, if someone listened to 20 minutes of us talking about this and they were like, oh,
0: spoilers, I was like, what are you, do- what are <laughs> yeah, you doing? That is very true. Because, um, oh, what is it? Season three cast. Is the, it Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan, she, yeah. She's the one who... um now obviously it's been told by (laughs) i'm so bad with names i'm so sorry but um the lady with the hammer the mandalorian with the hammer who who does all the 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 forging oh my gosh the forging that's the words i'm after (laughs) i've been i've been not speaking all day and my words have escaped me but um yeah the forge in Mandalorian obviously told Bo-Katan not to wear a helmet anymore and I was like that's character development and that's what I'm after because there was none of that in Boba Fett it was all just all oh, the Sam people aren't horrible people which isn't really character development it's just a story of like eight Sam people who weren't murderers you know it's
1: just um, well sorry sorry but what I love about that story in Book of Boba Fett is it's the, the, the Sam people who like kidnap him and enslave him and then they become yeah. mates. <laughs> it's like, oh no, they're dead. It's like, well, they didn't seem great to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, because of a wooden staff, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you just said something um,
1: of what who you'd want to play in a Star Wars thing, and I completely forgot. We talked about it before we started recording. But you recently were in a Star Wars audio drama.
0: So I am... Still in a Star Wars audio drama, which is fun. It's not been released yet. It's still in production. Um but it's called Life and Death on the Rim. Um it's made by a guy called HC Ogden. Or I think that's he's never actually said his name to me out loud, but that is his uh <laughs> his sort of front end name on my like, Instagram and, and Discord where I met him. It's an American company who have decided to or rather not even a company, just American guys that have decided to put I guess a bit like you and a bit like us is we like to make podcasts, but instead of just doing a podcast, they've written a whole audio drama called life and death on the rim. Um, and it's just about, uh, what's the word? It's just about a group of people. I've not been able to see all the scripts because I'm only in obviously certain parts, but, um, certain people, I think either live or they travel to the outer rim in order to sort of you know, go on their wacky adventures as you do in Star Wars and (laughs) meet all these different characters. Um, But yeah, it's from what I've heard of it, I've only heard the part of the episode I'm in with the finished, like audio with the um, sound effects and the music and all that stuff. I can't open my Discord right now. That's all right. Don't worry about Um, it.
1: I feel like when you use your keyboard, it it like rumbles the whole laptop.
0: Uh, Okay. I I can (laughs) hear like a low (laughs) rumble. I was like, oh, is this part of the audiobook? Is that a spaceship yeah. <laughs> going off? If you want to see more, check out Life and Death on the Rim on Instagram. And I don't know if they've posted more than just the photo, uh, the poster, sorry. But it seems pretty, you know, it seems like a lot of people have put some really good talent into one thing to make something really good and really nice. So i have not, it doesn't have a release date, I don't think, yet. Because there are six or eight full episodes that are coming out, but I play a ah uh, no I've forgotten what I play. <laughs> I could say, uh, oh this my is why god. I need my Discord. I should have had it up ready, but it's not on there. <laughs> Imagine if this um, was
1: like the Graham Norton show. Oh god! I was like Honestly, oh, who do you I play? Don't I don't play. know.
0: I don't remember. Oh, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, that's not my job. Move I'm along. I'm just the actor. <laughs> yeah, but um, I play a sort of Cockney. uh like, I talk like this, and I don't fuck around. You know? Oh stuff my God, like it's that. Billy Butcher. That's my character. It is Billy Butcher. <laughs> um, but and I'm basically they come to my palace, and I'm some sort of crime syndicate boss or mob Ooh. leader or something. And uh we we have a bit of an exchange of um information and credits, uh, because I'm a sleazebag who just wants it and but I've got the information that the main the main cast need. And uh they come and they have a bit of a chat with me. One of them tries to strangle me to death, I have a bit of a giggle, just like Billy Butcher would, and uh yeah, and then send them on my way with some vague, vague information for about twenty thousand credits or even more, who knows? I know, I'm not gonna tell you though. <laughs> you'll have to watch to find out or listen to find out
1: no that, that actually sounds really really cool so we're gonna include it like a link we'll <laughs> we'll include links to like the socials for that in the, the episode description help people find it and get ready for when it's coming there out it, wow. does it have a release window so far or uh,
0: honestly because my discord's not up all the information's on there and i don't have it on me right now so no i don't have let's just say there isn't one for now yeah, um, yeah. but there might be by the time this goes uploaded. Who knows? Who knows? That'll be in the description as well, won't it, Nile?
1: That'll be in the description. I'll have a corrections segment. Where I've got to read out <laughs> every everything Ashley got wrong in this episode.
0: Everything Ashley couldn't say, the words he couldn't remember, and the links that he didn't have to hand, because he's ultimately prepared on a Sunday evening. <laughs> or a Monday.
1: Hmm? Monday, yeah, yeah. And we were at um, we were at an awards show, IRL on Last Friday, you know? and last I Friday. was um, pretty devastated. The next day, my body was not ready for partying that oh, really? awesome. Yeah,
0: I went home fairly. Did, what did you do afterwards? Did you <sighs> did you drink at the awards ceremony and then head out and go elsewhere? Or
1: we went to we went to a cocktail by a bootlegger in town. Oh yeah, and...
0: Cardiff town, lovely. Mm,
1: it was an expensive night, so I'm bootlegger I is expensive. don't feel good about it. No. But we got some discounts because my girlfriend used to work there and we still have some connections, which is always good. Oh, uh, very nice. So just a little inside baseball. So we've got half an hour in. We haven't talked about the actual episode. What are you doing with your hands,
0: Ashley? Because it's really loud. Sorry, I'm playing with my rings. I'm stacking <laughs> them on top of each other. <laughs> the... Oh my God. I'm set on my hands. I am riddled with ADHD now. I'm very sorry. I thought
1: you were building something. It sounded like you were putting... Like... I-,
0: I was building a tower. Of rings. Tower of rings oh yeah. my
1: god the lords of the rings as i live and breathe <laughs> that's me baby that's me baby so that, yeah we're talking about uh chapter 21 of the mandalorian the pirate yeah. and
0: yeah so actually what did you make of this week's episode um i really enjoyed it i watched it again today oh my tower fell oh my god um, it's still going um i watched it again today with um yeah, the old, the old, uh, grief, grief, grief is a name I remember. Oh, grief carga, um, yeah, yeah, grief carga. I just, just thought you meant your emotional
1: doing... state. I watched it with no, grief. no. I was like, with, "Are you all right?" I
0: watched it twice with grief. <laughs> no, uh, with grief carga doing everything he possibly could to to get the Mandalorians to help. I literally, I thought the funniest thing about this episode was. It is Greef Karger who goes to the Mandalorians isn't it and asks No. Them.
1: Sorry, that yeah. Greef Karga, that's Carol Webers who who's runs yes, the it town. It is. Of the, course it is. The pilot is Carson Kurs- Taver.
0: Oh, I'm testing you now. The guy
1: the, the guy with a nice like white beard, the pilot The guy, New yeah. Republic guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that's a Carson um, something. Yeah, so Carson goes all the way to the Mandalorians. (laughs) And the first thing they say to him isn't get off our land. It isn't anything like that. It's like, for fuck's sake, we've all got to move now. (laughs) We've all got to move house because we're not allowed to know. Plus, how's that droid? just on its own sending messages down to the New Republic saying, oh, by the way, the Mandalorians are here, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And they just go over it. No one does anything about it. No one trashes the droid. We don't see it. In fact, they bring him along. <laughs> and well, it's they,
1: just like, okay. They do establish that droid as a war hero apparently. Oh, really? It was like, oh, he was in the rebellion. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay we'll Can't can trash him in.
0: now, you know. We owe him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we clearly can't trust him, we'll we'll keep him. Silly. I do love
1: it because like, the this group, me and Richard, we were my I guess I guess last week we were really mm. down on the episode before. We both did not like last week's episode. Really, I really enjoyed it. You know, <laughs> last week we were going nuts. I I just I don't know, like a little boy being <laughs> stolen by a bird. That's your episode, but this one. But then this- they
0: collected. Three big old birds to help them at the end, which they just left on that planet. So I assume they're gonna go back. Now no, the they, they, got, they got they gotta kill him now because
1: the they've got paid. to move. <laughs> <laughs> what was the fucking point there? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just like making things <laughs> no, up. Sure but this cult and no, their I rules don't. are just so insane to me.
0: Yeah, they are, odd, aren't they?
1: Because a, a big emotional, well, not emo. Yeah, I guess emotional plot crutch of this episode is the moment where. The Big Dude has to stand up for the Mandalorian in a meeting and be like, "Yeah, we'll it's join you."
0: Weird isn't it? But I enjoy it.
1: <laughs> but the whole way of his speech, I thought he was going to say, like the simplest thing in the world, which is, "Look, guys, I don't agree with a Mandalorian, but in the last week, my son has almost been eaten by two giant animals. We need to leave this planet." <laughs>
0: yeah, because bokatan did it it means we must follow her to the also bokatan's coming in and becoming like the most hailed mandalorian because she saw a monster underwater and didn't pass out because she also didn't let her helmet fill with liquid because she did the intelligent thing and took it off before she jumped into deep water not like the mandalorian who he got dragged down but then never got dragged down because um bokatan just found inja and just you know, having a, a quick water nap at the bottom of the, the, the mines, but it 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 feels really weirdly forced to me in a way that everyone's saying that this mythological creature doesn't exist, but it quite clearly has been under the mines of Mandalore for the longest time. So how nobody has bathed in the waters and seen it is beyond me, and why bo vision of it, plus... Hers just doing her job and saving her son, which I guess she did, you know, she worked hard for, but um actually at the end of the day, like all she did was just like hurt its foot a little bit. Because it did she didn't kill the massive bird, did she?
1: I thought they killed did the they? massive bird.
0: Oh, it's, it's been like a whole week and a half since I've seen it. So <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um what did you think of this episode? I really like this
1: episode. This was, like, a real return to form for me. Because last week I just was, like, just not into it. And this week is just, like, pretty good, like, non-stop action and, like, character stuff. I don't Uh need always non-stop action. I don't want to sound like an imbecile. It's like, oh, I like explosions. If they're talking, there's (laughs) no explosions. explosions. Turn it off. I do like explosions. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I contain multitudes, actually. But... um... I understand. But no, because... Like, cause my favorite episode this season so far was the one, the like complete non sequitur to Coruscant for an episode. I really liked that. Yeah, it was like okay. completely different. But this was like tied everything together nicely.
0: Um, yeah, it has. It's been a nice segue into bringing, you know, everybody on. Is it? It is Coruscant that um, grief is on.
1: No, that's Navarro.
0: Navarro. Yeah. So Navarro. It's nice to bring the Mandalorians to Navarro and I liked how they did it with the pirates and they set that up two, two, three episodes Mm -hmm. before which I thought was really good but it does strike me as odd like because obviously we don't know the time period between when he jumps through hyperspace to avoid that horrible little green monster (laughs) um, the pirate and then for when they actually attack um, Navarro it's sort of like why, what were they doing in between that time? Just fucking around. But um, I really enjoyed the way, you know, the way they did that mission. It didn't seem too forced because you find quite a lot of the time when the heroes of a show go to do something, you know, spectacular and they go to war and they've got a win for the story to go forward. Obviously, there's that thing you're like, it's clear they're going to win. From before they even do anything, because yeah. obviously this is this is the Mandalorian. It's not the pirates that take over Navarro. You know, it's that's a good it, name. It's though. clear that the, the is it the pirates who took over <laughs> oh,
1: Navarro? Navarro. There's kind of
0: a romance to that. I don't yeah, know. I guess yeah. that'd be a cool like indie movie with a green <laughs> trash monster and a Mandalorian. <laughs> um But yeah, I really liked how this one it didn't seem too forced because the stakes were high and although i knew you know the our mains like that big Mandalorian i forget his name whose son got nicked and um dinjarin and and bokatan and then obviously the hammer lady who i i still don't know her name <laughs> i, I um, think she's
1: just called the Armorer
0: i don't think she has the Armorer like right, okay but hammer okay. lady i prefer now i prefer hammer lady it's she is the hammer lady what yeah i a person it's canon um it is for me it is um but then again you know it took me a long time to learn actually i've forgotten all of the names now of all the jedi so i'm not even gonna even attempt it i'm just gonna start calling them all and mcgregor because that's all i can remember um but yeah i like how when they went into sort of the the ambush as they called it when they were getting shot by either side by the pirates. It was like they were pinned down and the only reason they got in is because the big massive guy came in with his um, with his Gatling gun. And I was like, why don't they all have Gatling guns? Or at least give more than one of them a Gatling gun. Like, where are they getting them from? They've clearly got enough weapons. Um, But yeah, I liked how, because it was actually thought out like a proper mission and bo made it, you know, make sense. It, it didn't feel forced, like, success. Does that make sense? No. And I, I really liked that.
1: I agree, because it was a, a big complaint I've had in a lot of episodes of this show, is sometimes the characters go into a situation and there's never actually any, like, interesting... uh, Like, they put them in situations, but there's never an interesting problem-solving dynamic to it. It's just they go yeah. in and shoot until the shooting's over or they go in, get pinned down, and then a character shows up and saves them. That's usually the yeah. formula to show. Absolutely. Characters get in trouble, then a character from a different cartoon from 10 years ago shows up and saves them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I have found... half the battle with Star Wars as well. is you, You'll be like, something will happen, and then someone will come on the screen, and I'll be watching with Star Wars fans, and they'll be like, oh, is that, oh, is that so-and-so? And I'm like, this is just... Uh, a skinny tall gray-haired white man Who? <laughs> why why is he special or like here's like here's some really you know tall buff woman why are we why are we so scared all of a sudden i don't get it because you've got to know all the lore <laughs> from all the like past three episodes to understand this one
1: I love the idea of you're in a room with people cheering because a tall buff woman comes on. She's like, what character is that? And they're like, we don't know. We're just horny. Yeah. <laughs> that just does
0: it for us. <laughs> uh, Cara, dude. Ooh. Um, we don't talk about Cara. Uh, she's I was long- thinking earlier, what what happened to her? What, in, in the story? Or in the Mandalorian, yeah. No, I know what happened to her in real life. Oh, okay, I, I was going to say, I don't want
1: to have to get into all that right
0: now. <laughs> no, no. But what happened to Cara Dune's character?
1: I, I think they say in like the first episode of the season that she was like called away to the New Republic for something. Right, okay. Which is just shorthand for that character will never appear again. Will
0: never come back. It's like Cause Poochie. went. I remember them being obviously on that planet, that farmer's planet, and she said she was going to stay and help them. Or am I wrong?
1: Well, that was season one. Then in season two, they meet up again and she becomes the sheriff of Navarro.
0: Oh, then where is she now? Oh, and now a, that yeah. she's got, uh, Yeah, right. she Then got, real life happened. she got away.
1: Then, then her, <laughs> her weird
0: thing with Jewish people happened oh god yeah let's not get into that now it's like every
1: celebrity nowadays weirdly but oh well Ooh. they're all out of the
0: Mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> let's get Kanye in the Mandalorian oh no <laughs> <laughs> that that's the new end of the Star Wars generally <laughs> but Moff spe- Gideon takes his like a helmet off and you think it's Moff Gideon but it's actually Kanye West <gasps> <laughs> no, no Luke I am
1: Yeezus yeah
0: <laughs> no <Luke. laughs> oh I god
1: anyway. um but well, there was one cameo this week i don't know did you get this was this a character you knew about when um cameo kerson Teva. I
0: mean,
1: he's at a bar early on and he talks to a character
0: oh uh, the really tall monster uh, the yeah alien guy yeah, yeah he's pretty cool they did the, the cgi was okay on that you know
1: that looked really good. I, I, I feel like he's like kind of a mix between practical and CG. Because he almost is looks he? like... I, this is just pure guessing. Because yeah. I was like, he looks really good. And the, this character is... Um... It's almost,
0: to me, like a Thanos thing where they probably like motion capped somebody and then just CGI'd the face. Maybe. Because some of the text doesn't like line up with what they say. Like, you know, their mouth doesn't move exactly how they say it. But the rest of him was very, very natural. Yeah. It probably is, yeah, like you say, a mix of both.
1: Because he, he's a character um, from Star Wars Rebels, the cartoon.
0: Okay. Never watched that.
1: Uh, <laughs> that I'm a fan of. I, I like that one. But but I like this cameo it because cause this character just shows up here, talks for a bit, and it's not too, like, do you know who I am? Do you... yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes sense where he's at. And I thought they, they got the voice actor back from the cartoon, uh, Steve oh, okay. Bloom, right. who's I who's kind of like...
0: Kinda that like that happens.
1: He kind of like plays Wolverine in everything. He's like the, Ooh, yeah. the cartoon Wolverine who's done Ruff it for so man. long. So he's got that real like, yeah, kind of voice. To him. <laughs>
0: That's my Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, it's that was more like the Green Goblin. Like, Spider-Man. Hey, bub. <laughs> Snicked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you like my three claws? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I love this. You're You're my new canon, Wolverine but
1: yeah
0: i got three claws in either hand and this is how it's gonna go i'm gonna slice you up and down and you're gonna rodeo see you later i like wolverine calmly explaining
1: the situation with his claws <laughs> just to let you know yeah. these are sharp
0: instead of him be like ah i fucking hate myself i fucking have my life i'm gonna fucking kill you because i I'm, I'm angry at myself Oh, I had to let that out, huh? Yeah, uh, back Jesus. into Star Wars. Are you crying? <laughs> oh my God, he's Me? crying! Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Put shut those up. claws away.
1: But um, yeah, I thought they did him really well, and I presume that because do you know the the Ahsoka show that's going to be coming out soon or in so the next? So I,
0: I, I've heard of it. The only thing I've really seen of Ahsoka is what is it? It's not Mandalorian either. Is it um? I'll just explain the scene to, you and you can tell me. Um, when it's like they're at a stronghold, and it's really dark, and it's like in like a swampy sort of area. Yeah. And then she gets her two come out, and she fucks everyone up. That's What's yeah, that so,
1: That's Mandalorian season two
0: that was my okay to be fair i'm sort of rescinding my comment about season two being a bit boring because everything i said was cool (laughs) you told me was from season two
1: everything you think is from season two you're probably just thinking of a completely different program yeah maybe like the last season of cheers it's like yeah mando wasn't really in it it. it.
0: yeah (laughs) what in cheers yeah he was. Oh, <laughs> Let he was? me tell you that for free. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> now I need to check it out. But the um...
0: Wolverine too. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy.
1: But yeah, so I presume because the Ahsoka show is going to be kind of a follow up to Rebels, it's going to be okay leading up on some plot threads that were left at the end of that show. So I presume this character is like being set up to kind of appear in live action because of that. I f- I feel mm-hmm. like this he's like not going to be in this show really, but he's going to be more in that
0: one. It's sort of almost like, you know, every, like a Marvel Cinematic Universe now. They're teasing people in different yeah. scenes. They're going to show up just for the fan service. And it's very fan wanky, but I mean, I get it. That's how you make money. And that's like, people love it. People, as like, especially Star Wars fans, you're the most, you know, I don't think you can actually put star wars fan in the same category as any other fan even doctor who lord of the rings anything like that just cuz there's so much out there of star wars that some people genuinely know all of it it's crazy how much people are aware of sort of the smaller intricacies of star wars but And that's what makes people happy, I guess, because when they can explain to their mates and as somebody who doesn't watch it often, when I'm explained things to me like, oh, this is so and so from episode four, season three of The Bad Match and whatever. um, I'm like, "Uh cool, but they love it. And that's all that matters. I'm just enjoying, you know, pew, pew, blasty, blast with a fire sword made of blazers. Like, I just I love it. It's a very silly, silly for me, but it's also super cool.
1: I think this knowledge is what makes me unhappy, but okay. <laughs> but I've got it. I've got to keep it. I've, my brain will never let it go. But no, I, I do agree with you. I think it it's is got a weird. <laughs> it is like is was it? Star was like the first thing like this. Where there's so much information, or would would it be like the Bible was the original Star Wars, Uh, (laughs) where people learn that and quote that? No, maybe not so much now, but (laughs) maybe the Bible and Star Wars are too dissimilar. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) The Old Testament's like the prequels, the New Testament's the originals, the God, sequels to the, the sequel. Bible. <laughs> is going to
0: be very controversial. From what we're living right now, and it is controversial. Let me tell you that for free. <laughs> the sequel oh, to the Bible. Just... <laughs> Real life. Real life. Um, no, but yeah. What was I going to say about Star Wars? I think it's great, and I'd love to know more about it. Yeah, but. But I also, you know, I like finding the knowledge, but I also am not aware of the knowledge, you know? yeah. Like there'll be people who I speak to of like, yeah, there's, you know, I've read all the comics issue one to 100 or something. I'm like, I don't even know there was Star Wars comics until I was about 24. Yeah. You know? And I was only, what, two, three years ago. So it's like, I, I'm well behind on it. And I feel like same as Game of Thrones. I never watched Game of Thrones. But which is so weird because I love pop culture. I love telly and I watch all like, you know, I watched Money Heist and I watched um, a squid game and I watched all of that stuff. But just it never really, you know, stuff like Game of Thrones and that just I've never caught up. But now that like Game of Thrones, for example, and Star Wars is like 10 hours worth of content that I'm just so behind on. And that's only this like the surface of information that i need to get about all of these different um you know like game of thrones is 10 seasons or 11 seasons long something like um, that or 12 eight, eight. i think it's eight but there's many many episodes in it like it's a big it's quite a it's few a big thing and i think the same with game of thrones and star wars it's like I know a lot of people who shit on Star Wars now who are, like, die-hard Star Wars fans. Like, they hate the sequel.
1: They hate it the most. Star Wars fans hate Star Wars, man. It's
0: weird. I'm like, why do you hate something you're meant to love so much? And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't love this because I'm going to eventually hate it. Which is why I like to keep Star Wars at an arm's length. And I enjoy... You know, I really enjoyed watching the films in lockdown. In fact, I was waiting for... You know, the next day, so I could watch the next film because we'd do it one a night. so there wasn't any burnout, but I enjoyed watching them. But I don't think it's something that you know I'd show the kids unless it was obviously still around when I had kids. If I have kids, it's oh, like um, not not just random kids, specifically your kids. Uh, I feel like I couldn't just show a random kid.
1: <laughs> hey, kid, do you want to Star Wars?
0: They'd they probably know more about it than I do. So. <laughs> They end up selling me the Star Wars.
1: <laughs> I like your relationship <gasps> with Star Wars because I I'm in like a long term relationship, but you you've got yeah. it like a booty call it situation. Star Wars so,
0: is my booty call. <laughs> you, you text Star Wars like,
1: hey, you up? Hey, what
0: are you doing? Can I watch <laughs> your Rogue One. <laughs> my parents are away. Wanna Andor? <laughs> Let me corry your son, please. <laughs> what? That's not like a <laughs> croissant, croissant pun. Coruscant? I don't Coruscant, know. Croissant. I tried to make it. That's the only words I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness yeah.
1: Man. Also, I'm glad because I know I don't feel like they were so popular online in this episode. You know, like the pirates, the green mossy guy, Gorian Shard, and all that.
0: Gorian Shard. Yeah. I
1: I I kind of liked them, but there was a rumor going around that they were gonna they were being set up to be like the main villains of a different show. I was like, oh, oh I like these yeah, guys showing up here
0: to death. <laughs> I can I can't manage the whole season looking at this green guy. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. It, it was bad as well. Like the, the hologram scene with Grief um Cargo, he it's just poor. Because Grief Cargo's not even looking at the hologram. Um he can't even look at this thing. He's exactly. Like, oh my god, if I look at him I'm going to puke. And he's aware, and he lives with weird beetle-looking people, you know? <laughs> so, like, if he can put up with that, I'm sure he can put up with a green pirate monster, but they just, nothing really happened with them, did it? Like,
1: Oh, they died? I, I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the biggest threat <laughs> they were, you know, they were a quick threat on the ground. They almost killed, obviously, all the civilians by shooting the ground in some giant, you know, <laughs> spaceship that went down with, like, three blaster shots, but... um. It, they didn't seem to, like, come into the towns. It didn't pose a threat to anybody. They were just pirates. They took over, which makes sense. Mm. But I wanted more from them to be scared of them because Mando just straight up, like, he he never, never not once gave a shit about them. When the pirates were on um, Nevada, Navarro, Nevada, Nevada. <laughs>
1: Nevada, yeah.
0: M- Mando killed, like, three of them. Just like, in cold blood. And then he killed a couple after because they pursued him. And then he came back and killed the rest of them. You know? He was on a war path. <laughs> It's
1: like Jason Voorhees of Pirates in yeah. Space. <laughs> Don't mess with him. He's just going to kill you all. A, uh, a
0: small metal tin man. Well, know? by...
1: My favourite bits of the episode, it just killed me when the pirates took over,
0: and they were just harassing that one waiter who still worked there. <laughs> yeah, no one else. Everyone had escaped the city. Every No one told this poor motherfucker that he had to go. If... <laughs> and they didn't even ask him to do his job. They kicked him. They, like, they didn't even hurt him. They just kind of went, ooh. And then he fucked up. And they were like, right, free drink. But then other than that, You know they weren't. They were sort of like the blue meanies. If the blue meanies were rubbish,
1: (laughs) I love this old old Wader. It's just like the grind mindset. I gotta keep working, bro. (laughs) Can't stop, won't stop, bro.
0: I mean, he might he might have been trying to defect to the pirate side, and they just didn't want him. You never know. (laughs) He was. He didn't look like pirate material, though. To be fair.
1: Oh, there was. It was also that one droid who was like shell-shocked who kept go like bumping into the same wall do you remember
0: him <laughs> yeah
1: i love that i like all these details
0: i think these are all funny and good oh, can we can we talk about the um what's the robot that helps them at the end of the second season which becomes a statue and then they take him and then he immediately dies because he turns to be bad and then they're like no yeah we can fix him if you get us this part and then they don't get them that part and then we haven't heard about them since we've been told that he's being fixed on navarro but we don't know where and we don't know if he's gonna come back i
1: wonder are they just gonna bring him back but just they'll need to they'll need a murder robot by that point so it
0: won't matter they need a murder robot now they are all murder robots that's what mandalorian <laughs> is I <laughs> suppose robot. everyone's
1: just a murderer in this show yeah yeah
0: it's true. Not robots, though.
1: Not robots. <laughs> also, in this episode, we get a bit more um, of the politics with uh, Karras and going to the New Republic. He's all like, oh, we got to help this pirate. It's taken over by pirates. They're so like, oh, well, you know, they 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 kind of Brexited out of the New Republic. <laughs> <laughs> so not really they our problem.
0: Did. They went, fuck it. That's not my issue. Let them yeah. die. There's other people. Also, there's other people that need our attention. So there's other people in the same dire situation as Navarro. And the the clerical errors that they are, you know, committing, and the clerical cries, because they're like, yeah, there's a line. And it's like, are you helping anyone? Or are you just saying there's a line? Yeah, (laughs) you know,
1: They they spend a lot of time rehabilitating the space Nazis, but they're not really helping anyone else.
0: Yeah. Plus, the space Nazi rehabilitating other space Nazis, but then dobbing them in if they go too far seems like a weird stretch.
1: Yeah, I don't trust her. I think they are like really pushing like why this new republic didn't work out. They're really trying to show that it's kind of run the same way as Great Britain. <laughs> what running to the ground? Running to the ground, not helping I mean, anyone, not helping the citizens. Charge. Yeah. So well,
0: you what's know. Like that lady's name that was second to Moff Gideon.
1: Ooh, uh, I've got it somewhere in my notes. Give me two seconds. Elia Al-
0: Kane. Elia Kane, that's the one. So she takes that other guy who seemed like a pretty nice guy who genuinely wanted to be liberated. And then she was like, the scientist, actually. He wasn't that nice of a guy. He was like, I want to continue cloning. So she was like, I know how to help you. Goes on this fat, mad adventure, puts herself in danger, and then dobs him in anyway. And I was like, why did you feel the need to go all the way across the city to (laughs) dob him in? Just take him straight in, bro. Just get his confession on a recorded tape. You have flying space machines. I'm sure you have a voice recorder somewhere.
1: Yeah, but it it was a good bit.
0: Yeah, it was a good bit though, wasn't
1: it? She she catfished him. It was great. <laughs> then she turned his brain to scrambled legs. Is
0: she... Why is she dobbing him in? I don't get it.
1: Well, I pre- I presume she's not. Well, I think the the assumption is she's not rehabilitated and she's trying to cover their tracks because she still works from off Gideon.
0: Yeah, because he's Cause... now escaped, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, as we learn at the end of this episode, he's escaped, presumably with Mandalorian assistance mm. from the Beskar Steel. Which kind of brings me to one of the questions we were asked this week, which is from Laura, a friend of the oh, show, Laura. who is asking, Do you think the Armory will become a villain? Because I feel like the Armory might be in on this. Because her whole thing with Bo Katan oh. is majorly suspicious. It feels like.
0: I go off and. Okay. Yeah, because she, she did welcome her in with open arms fairly easily, fairly quickly. But that's lack of trust. I think that i i didn't agree before you asked me the question <laughs> but now that you've said those words i'm like huh that is really fishy because she also got to the top of that tower with the pirates very easily mm. no one stopped her and yes she you know stopped every one of the mandos from dying from being shot by that turret but yeah i guess she could be in it i like her character i thought going straight in when she was you know, she was the the she did the forging and that was it, you know? That was her role and she was very um, you know, very deep in the cult of Mandalore. Um and yeah, I just assume that was her personage where she was just, you know, a very to the point no bullshit kind of person. But now that you've said that, I'm like, yeah, maybe she is a dodgy wanker. Who knows?
1: Because it's something set up this season is like, all his life they were told that, oh, Mandalore is this cursed place. And then he goes there and it's not. And he even has a go at her when he gets back. He's like, why did you say that? And she kind of plays it off. It's like every time the the cult is questioned, she always has like an answer to play it off. So I feel like she is like, because a cult is kind of evil; they are like a <laughs> a, are a, a, odd, a murder cult. They a <laughs> is, when they're
0: on. all like chatting about whether to help um, Dinjarin, and they're like, <laughs> someone goes, "This is the way." They all go, "Okay, this is the way." It's like it's Pavlovian, like, yeah. Because okay. yeah, what does that mean? Weird. What
1: What does "this is the way" means? It's 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 like by the book, I guess. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just crazy. Who wrote the book? Because I've always had this problem with the show. Because I was like. Are they ever going to address the fact he's in like a weird murder cult? And it feels like they finally yeah. are, which I like. I feel like it's something they've been setting up a while. Cause I, I feel,
0: feel... like Bo is going to, you know, turn around and get some information about maybe even the Forger. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a bit too late when she arrives back to tell, you know, mm. Din and that he needs to get out. But I'd like to see some more information about the Mandalorians themselves because. The whole giving Grogu Beskar has won the hearts of many because he's obviously he's already got a Beskar chainmail on and now he's got a huge metal plate, he's gonna be invincible. But um it yeah, it almost seems like there is like a another uh what's the word? Another reason that she's doing stuff like that. Like another motive, that's the word I'm after. Hmm maybe it is moff gideon
1: because i feel like with bo katan she's seeing the excuse to like use her as a figurehead to get all the other mandalorians to follow their ways i think she's being very sly we're like oh yeah the helmet thing oh that doesn't really matter actually she walks between both worlds it's like wait where'd (laughs) you pull that
0: from lady you're pretty who who made her the decider of this cult did she start the cult Maybe.
1: Remember when Din Djarin yeah. took off his helmet and he had to go all the way to Mandalore and bathe in water?
0: And then after a week, it's <laughs> yeah. like,
1: well, you can take it off.
0: And being like, you're, you're my buddy. You're I've my number one guy. On, but you went to the, the mines of Mandalore and bathed in the waters, So I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let this slide this one time. But then a week later being like, I'm over it now. Take it off if you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a real life cult. It feels like a... The thing where they've they've got like a Charles Manson who who this week is like, actually, from now on, we wear rollerblades. Why not? Let's do it. (laughs) We're
0: going to give this tiny little green creature all of our (laughs) armour. What if
1: this little green guy smoke a line of crack? (laughs) (laughs) It'd
0: make a better show. (laughs) Uh, You know
1: If Grogu wants to, that would be pretty cool.
0: He's probably older than me.
1: Yeah, well, 50 years old. He's definitely older than you. (laughs) Mm, Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of brings us through the episode in a very non linear fashion, as per the Mondaylorian way.
0: Are there, are there any other questions?
1: We've got one more question, yeah. One more. Okay. And this is from Richard, who was on last week. And he is saying, Hi, Given how busy Pedro Pascal is, do you think they're potentially setting up Bo Katan to become
0: the lead? Uh, do you want to take this no. one first? Well, yeah, you just I, don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yes. I think. I understand that obviously um, Pedro Pascal is a busy, busy man. But the reason it seems so busy now is because obviously all of his footage is coming out in, you know, all of his films are coming out. But there will have been contracts between each, you know, production company who makes these films, giving him time. And he can still say no to these things. So it might not even be a case of his story running out or not being busy. Pedro Pascal might just decide he doesn't want to do The Mandalorian anymore. But I don't think they're setting up Bo-Katan. I think it's one of those things with TV is they're going to rinse as much as they possibly can out of it before they call it a day. They've already got Boba Fett and everyone knows how that went. Um, I don't think Bo-Katan would be the way forward. And I have a feeling that if... Um, the armourer is behind the Moff Gideon attack and she's intentionally sent Bo-Katan off, I wouldn't be surprised if she was dead by the end of this series
1: I I agree not not specifically about that but I think I don't think it matters if Pedro Pascal's busy because all, all he's doing now is recording dialogue in a cupboard yeah, somewhere I, which really annoys me because he's a great actor and I miss seeing his face because I like when characters can emote on a television
0: show But, I mean, majority of the shots are likely not Pedro Pascal. I don't think he's been in this season so far. No? No, I I
1: outright don't think he's been (laughs) on set.
0: Okay. I think if you really went through it and watched the scenes of him acting when he takes the helmet off, I think you would probably see a bit of a difference to the normal Mandalorian posture that we're used to. I think because the likelihood is to pay... Some guy who's the same height as Pedro Pascal, but from like you know, the road round the corner, is only going to be like a hundred quid a day. But putting Pedro Pascal yeah. in the same suit with, and you still can't see his face, you are going to be paying him like a grand a day. Yeah, so it just makes sense for it not to actually be him. So, like, yeah, I agree with you in the sense that if Pedro's not busy, I don't think. Maybe that's why he's now part of you know the cult again, and he's not going to take his helmet off because Bedro is so goddamn busy. Maybe they've already done it. <laughs> but ah, oh,
1: I I just I hate things like this because we, we both worked in like production jobs or whatever, and we can kind yeah. of see through like Neo in the Matrix. We can see where the money's at. But I hate yeah, thinking yeah. about
0: this stuff. Watching,
1: it's like why why <laughs> hire such a charismatic actor to just not
0: have him yeah, in the show? Not do it. Uh, You could have had any old actor to come in and show show face, but I guess when he first did do the Mandalorian, you know he he wasn't super in the spotlight in the first season. Yeah, like if you go back to what was it two thousand and whenever that it came out twenty twenty did Mandalorian start twenty nineteen so pre COVID okay, like he wasn't a super well known actor you know, it's only The Last of Us and obviously he's done loads of other things, like he did that Nick Cage film. He was on Narcos, um, he
1: was like a big thing on Narcos. And he was
0: Narcos, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, that was, you know, Narcos was his thing, and <laughs> then he became The Mandalorian, and that was like his second thing. But now, since The Mandalorian start and is still continuing, he's done eight, like... Oh, know, Game of Thrones, of sorry, completely that... forgot. Did he do Game yeah, he's very popular on
1: his brief time on that show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw a Hot Ones of him. I love Hot Ones. I oh, think it's Pedro
1: great. Pascal is yeah. the Hot One. IMO. He is the Hot One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> IMO. But yeah. I was going to say, I... Um, I also don't think Bo-Katan's going to become the lead, because I think she's actually also being set up as a season villain. Oh, uh, okay. Because I think now she's got these... She's being fed these delusions of grandeur from the armor. I could see her making a play for that dark Saber because, you know, she wanted it before. She wants
0: it. She really do. want it. And
1: I think that would be the best dramatic move is to have... Because this season he's not had, like, an
0: enemy. Moff
1: Gideon hasn't no, been yeah.
0: there. I mean, the first few episodes, Mando was going from City planet to planet and being like yo can i have your help and everyone was like no i'm busy fuck off mando and that was it for like three episodes and then he found you know he saved that city of the the mandalorian camp from that massive weird crocodile which they then didn't move you know they didn't move away from this place where they are you know cut off from land and sea and they can't you know, fight off an alligator monster without an actual airship. But yeah, let's stay because there might not be any more. Especially since Grogu's seen all those t- little tiny crab, shell crab, rock crabs going into the water. You think you're safe there? Pff, <laughs> silly, really. Um, but yeah, you're right. He hasn't had an enemy. He's just been... He's gone back to being a bounty hunter.
1: Well, kind of, but he's not getting paid for it. How's he...
0: Oh, I don't know. He's just I'm hanging out. Sorry the camper mandos are giving him fucking whatever he wants and then he goes to um navarro and he gets whatever he fucking wants there he doesn't need pain he's got everything he could ever want he's failing upwards it's just like
1: wanders around like oh do you want it do you want do you want some land he's like yeah okay well at first he's like at first he's like no no it's all right don't worry then he was like oh actually i need land Yeah, yeah
0: for my friends yeah (laughs) but, <laughs> oh, Dinjarin! No one likes Manger. He's such a himbo. No one likes Dinjarin. Yeah, if you go round, people look at him and they're like, oh, this fucking guy. Even his friends. Like that lady at the um shit repair shop. She does nothing but take the piss out of that man. She she rinses him. She keeps conning him. <laughs> she does. Because <laughs> she's not his friend.
1: Even Boba Fett, the other dumbest guy in the galaxy, only calls him up when he needs help. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, almost like us. Kind of, yeah. I, I needed someone for yeah. the podcast. It's like, all right, I'll call the so guy call I hate you the called, most. Call that other idiot
0: to come onto this podcast. <laughs> just which one are you, Dinjarin or Boba?
1: Oh god, that's a pub discussion you never want to have. That's a friendship ender. <laughs>
0: that'll be that I'll, is a friendship. That'll Andrew.
1: be our banshees of Inishirin
0: <laughs> I just Who's don't like you anymore,
1: me? Din. <laughs>
0: I will cut off my finger. I watched that. A Banshee's a Mandalorian. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Din Djarin <laughs> and Boba Fett falling out and one of them cutting their fingers off. <laughs> the Banshee's a Mandalorian. You're just boring. I just think you're playing boring. I fucking hate you. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm trying to write a song. You're just dull. <laughs> you're a dull man. <laughs> Fuck off. And don't speak to me again.
1: Oh, you turn Scottish at the end. I did speak, I
0: did turn Scottish at the end. Very Apologies, good.
1: everyone. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tolerate your Irish accent because I'm I'm the host, I'm magnanimous <laughs> that way. But two, two last things, I have I have two last yeah. little bullet points I want to talk about. Indeed. One, this was just a nice little reference, I thought, is they mentioned they they've been given land in Bullock Canyon and uh, Jeremy Bullock yeah. was the guy who originally played Boba Fett who passed a few years ago, so I think oh, that's just no a, a nice little nod. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And um, the other is because I, I wa- I'm el- an elderly man, so I watch these things with subtitles. <laughs> and when they go to that bar scene, the subtitles just said, psychedelic rock music. <laughs> Which bar scene was this now? With, with the character from Rebels, the alien guy. They were playing psychedelic, oh, right. rock, yeah, yeah. Music. psychedelic like, rock music. I was like Psychedelic rock music. I love seeing that in, um, in the Star Wars <laughs> subtitles. I thought that, was,
0: that tickled me pink. <laughs> That is some fun about subtitles, isn't it? When they say things and you're like, I definitely would not have considered that type of music to be psychedelic rock music, but I'm here for it. I like you know? that they had a psychedelic rock movement
1: in the Star Wars universe, which means it's like maybe <laughs> canon it LSD. Adds, it just adds another layer. Just another layer. Good for me. I'd, Good like, for you.
0: I'd like to leave you on a note about what I read recently, and I'm sure other people have seen it as well and uh, you you may agree you may not agree your viewers may not agree they may do agree but i've i've seen a guy explain that star wars is always the answer to all of the questions in star wars is more star wars and i don't know if you've seen this video or this post if he doesn't know something about somebody or a certain character the answer is usually found in another Star Wars, you know, thing. And if something isn't explained and there's no explanation to it, there's going to be new Star Wars, which does explain it. Sort of like, oh, what was Boba Fett doing on this, you know, time? Why wasn't he doing this? 20 years later, we find out. The answer to no Star Wars is more Star Wars. My job. That is pretty true.
1: That is pretty true. And it didn't have to be that way. They made three oh, films, but it is. Three films <laughs> in the 70s and 80s that left no questions unanswered. And then George Lucas asked the immortal questions like, oh, but um, how, how did Darth Vader get in the suit? That's my George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, maybe we should spend uh, nine hours on this. Hmm.
0: He sounds like Kermit.
1: He does sound like Kermit. <laughs> have you ever heard him? He does have a little no. Muppet voice. Does he? That's why I like him so much. He's, he's a lot oh, of fun. Brilliant. It's like, Do oh, it again. Um, well, uh... Well, Boba Fett could be on a uh, Tatooine. Uh, he could be uh, a <laughs> crime boss. You never know. Never said he didn't. And Watto could be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not have, making fun of George because I'm having fun with George Lucas.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's okay. not
1: in my house, but
0: <laughs> no, not right now. <laughs>
1: Moving on. Let's get to our final section, and this is just recommendation of the week. Ashley, if there's anything you're watching enjoying reading cooking anything you want to recommend to the listener to check out Absolutely. doesn't have to be star
0: wars related can it can i do multiple uh i want a very very quick sharp oh, okay
1: yeah yeah yeah. then
0: do that because normally okay. they go on for ages i'm like oh oh yeah no <laughs> so um a lot of them are on disney plus to watch or amazon prime if you do want to watch them. bodies 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 i don't know if you've seen that but it I is a film by um kim kardashian's ex-boyfriend what's his name pete davidson um it's quite a good film i really like that movie um and then two donald glover series one called atlanta there's three mm. seasons out at the moment it's so good just watch it and it's it's like um it's not an entirely black cast, but it is a 95 percent black cast and is that how you're selling mean. it don't worry there's some white people no no (laughs) but like donald glover is a genius when it comes to like writing weird weird television that doesn't make sense but it still has a storyline even though every single episode is just a wild like drug overdose trip it's crazy and his other show i can't think of what it was called but it's about someone who loves this um celebrity called niger which is basically a comment on um like beyonce fans and like crazy crazy fans you should definitely check those out they're so so good i
1: haven't heard of that second one and that's the one you don't remember the name of that is really annoying i will i will find it for you (laughs)
0: literally in the next few seconds just just fill the space for a minute
1: fill the space yeah so um yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Atlanta. I am i haven't finished it yet. I actually, I think I recommended it like two weeks ago. So this is a, a double Atlanta recommendation Ooh. here, which is nice. So maybe that'll nice. get some people onto it, you know?
0: No, I want a series.
1: Any luck? This isn't something you dreamed, is it? No, it's definitely
0: not. We've got a policy about no dreams on the show. No dream. Oh, yeah, we don't want to get into my dreams. What's his name? <laughs> Donald Glover. i can't believe i've forgotten the name of it oh dear uh well i I go ahead with my
1: recommendation and then at the end when you find it
0: swarm that's what it's called oh swarm
1: i have heard of this yes 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 It's so good what's it on
0: so so good um i think you can get it on amazon prime yeah amazon prime you can watch it on but I highly recommend that. I highly recommend Atlanta and I highly recommend Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. There were three things that I've watched recently that I've walked away from and gone, wow, I've actually been so satisfied by watching this and I'm done with it now. And it's just good. It's
1: just good. You heard it from the man himself. You did it, dude. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love. Uh, my recommendation for the week. Uh, I got really into back into video games recently. I go through phases, sometimes I don't want to touch them, and then other times it's all I can think about. And I've been finally getting through um, Shadow of the Colossus, do you know this one? Oh, I've never played it, but I know of it. It's one I've played on and off in my life, it came out on the PS2 in like 2004. (laughs) Oh, no way. (laughs) And it's really amazing, it's like all about fighting these enormous beasts you have to climb up, but they're all like puzzles, you have to figure out how to get onto them, you know? and then kill them and then kill them stab them in the weak spot and it's just really really i'm playing the ps4 remake so it's a bit a bit pretty yeah yeah (laughs) that does make sense (laughs) but um just really really cinematic weirdly it always seems to like position itself where it looks like really incredible and it's really minimalistic outside of fighting these monsters you are just riding your horse to the monsters but i love the (laughs) i love the lack of faff because a lot of games now are like oh look at all these things on your map you have to do Climb this tower, collect these eggs, uh,
0: win a (laughs) dance-off. And every feather at the top of this tower.
1: It's like, just because this game's going to take a long time to complete doesn't mean it's all good. But Shadow of Colossus, like, I think I'll have it finished. It's like six hours long, and that's perfect. Because I've got a job. I've got got to be (laughs) able to. You only get to play occasionally. I only get to play occasionally. So that's my recommendation for the week. Very good. Uh, So, Ashley, where can people follow you
0: online? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Ashley, but it's spelled double A S H L E I G and four H's on the end because Ashley was already taken, so was Ashley with all the extra H's, and then there was a double A. So that's at A A S H L E I G H H H H. You'll see like my art and my acting stuff on there because that's like my main post. Or you can follow me on at underscore Carter's underscore, no, sorry, at Carter's underscore kitchen underscore which is my cooking account, but you'll also find that link on my normal Instagram. Um, I mean, you can follow me on LinkedIn if you want. I'll never go on there. (laughs) And uh, yeah, watch this space. I'm recording some movies at the moment. So hopefully some of that will be coming out soon as well.
1: Lovely stuff. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Niall the Glynn. And if you want, there's links to my other crap there. I think my Instagram is on there, my letterboxed. And yeah, never follow me on LinkedIn unless you want to hire me linkedin is a horrible website i absolutely hate it i gave up with it fairly quickly but curious place curious place (laughs) and you can follow the monday monday lorians on twitter at just at monday lorians and whether you use anchor spotify or apple Podcasts, anywhere subscribe follow us leave us a good review uh send send nudes why not let's get some nudity going actually don't yeah i, like I to thought do. that'd be fun but then i realized i, I don't yeah. want this in my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah you want you'll be careful then <laughs> i feel i feel like if you ask for nudes you won't get them but if you don't you oh, will maybe that's a good deterrent i think that's a, yeah nudes. yeah please i Everyone, love send so me unsolicited dick pics why not oh this has yeah. gone off the rails just nudes
0: in general not actually your,
1: yours are always solicited so don't worry <laughs> good, good. I'm good to know. Post them, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for coming time. on. Yeah, yeah. Thank I hope you. If f- I
0: didn't annoy enough people and forget all the names of everything, don't worry. I'm,
1: I'm gonna loop the noise of you playing with your rings over the whole episode,
0: <laughs> so no one can hear it anyway. And when my housemate walks into my no,
1: room, really Don't worry, I'll do some editing. We'll see what makes it in, or if I get uh, really lazy. So this oh, is right, late right. on a Sunday. We all want to get out of here. So until next time,
0: this is the way. This is the way. This is the way, this is the way.